I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that.
joyous, joyful exaltations to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Women Wednesdays. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay, and I'm so glad you're here with me this evening. Tonight's theme is Align Within the Divine, Part 2. Chakras Align Within the Divine. We're going to start off tonight with Praise Up. I'm going to look toward the Bible to the Most High's words that were left as a guiding principle for us to follow in reference to this subject. I'm going to start off first with Luke 17:21. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there, for behold the kingdom of God. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. It's within you. John 10.34 Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your laws? I said, Ye are gods. Ye are gods. Jesus said, It's written in the laws. Psalm 82.6 I have said, Ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. All of you. Matthew 5:48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. So we are God. Jesus said so. We have to strive for our personal perfection. In order to do that, we have to be aligned within, because we are divine over sin. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, Chakras Align Within the Divine, Part 2, Blessings and Grace.
Blessings and grace, God is introspection, overstand. To allow let us move forward into the chakras aligned within the divine. How our bodies feel to us every day communicates what we need to change in our life. The chakra system is a grouping of energies from the sacrum up to the ethers above your head. This is a discussion of the seven major chakras. There are many smaller chakras as well. Healthy chakras spin in a clockwise fashion with equal speed. The chakra energy is similar, is smaller on the front of the body and is larger on the back, much like how a shotgun spreads its load when it's fired. To fix the chakras directly on the body, the energy is usually directed from the front to the back. The first step to healing is to acknowledge and witness your wound, the wound. Organ of the body has a particular time of day that it cycles. If the energy is balanced with the other organs of the body, there are no problems or dis-ease. 
in the body. If the energy is in balance with more energy going to it than normal, it becomes irritated. If there is not enough energy to the organ, the body slows circulation and the nervous system in that organ and its functions slow down. So you might want to get your pen and paper at this point. I'm going to give you a list of organs and their associated times of function, circulation, the parts of the body as they are communicating to the other parts and how it all works together within a 24-hour cycle. Understand? So from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., it's the gallbladder and the, and the pineal gland. Understand your third eye and your gallbladder, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. From 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., it's the liver. And then from there, from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., the lungs. From 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., the large intestine, which includes the colon, the rectum, the appendix. And it makes sense when you first wake up, you go to the bathroom, overstand. From 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., it's the stomach and the muscles. That's why it's good to work out during that time and to have your breakfast. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., it's the spleen, the pancreas, and your bones. It's a good time to do yoga, do your stretching, understand. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., it's the heart. It's a good time to meditate, praise the Most High, take a moment of thoughtful reasoning. From 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., it's the small intestine and the duodenum. From 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., it's the nerves, according to Dr. Moffitt's guides, the nerves from 4 to 6 p.m. And that's usually when you're getting off work and you're feeling everything from the day and you're ruffled. And that's the worst time to go through traffic because that's when your nerves are being circulated and activated and regenerating itself. See how the cycle of this construct has worked against us in that sense. From 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., it's the bladder. 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., the kidneys. From 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., it's the blood. Again, according to Dr. Moffat's guide, the blood. From 8 to 10 p.m. And from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., in between that time of the blood and the kidney, you circulate of the sex, adrenal glands, reproductive glands, skin, and pituitary glands, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m., it's the thyroid, the common bile duct, the pericardium, and the thymus. So those are the list of organs and their associated times for regeneration. So the goal is to have balanced energies going to all organs at all times of the day for perfect health. There are many ways to balance organ energy, including what you eat, supplements, drugs, emotional work, color therapy. Some people use crystals, homeopathy, flower essences, drumming, reflexology, and many other kinds of healing, mod- healing modalities. So your first chakra is the root chakra. Where When energy is not flowing freely from the chakra, it creates intestinal and stomach gases, 
constipation, tumors, boils, and pimples. The root chakra is responsible for your sense of belonging, safety, and security in the world. Its main concern is survival of the self. The health of our blood immune system, bones, joints, and spine is dependent on the emotions associated with the chakra. It envelops the body's basic need for safety, money, sexuality, groundedness, and boundaries. People who have trouble with their first chakra may not have developed a strong identity and have not discovered their purpose in life. If they are too yin, they may be ungrounded. If they are too yang, there might be too much attachment to material things and too much self-indulgence and preoccupation with satisfaction of their own needs. So that's your root chakra. And the glands for that, again, is the sexual reproductive organs, the vagina, the, the, um, the perineum, the tailbone, the legs, the feet. This chakra is fed by getting involved in life. If you are not comfortable with the family you came from, then create new families of friends and animals, organizations, support groups, etc. to balance this chakra and make it stronger. Look for evidence that your world is secure. Make your world secure for you so that you're not uncomfortable. The tones, like the musical instruments, music plays such an important role in us. You know, I love real talent expressed in musical form and art, and I just love creativity. I'm a true audiophile, as you can tell if you've been listening to this podcast. Um, Music is one of the things I use to heal my spirit on a regular basis. And so the keynote C, deep low drums, the bassoon, primitive drum rolls, that's what feeds, those tones feed the root chakra. And wearing the color red, because red represents the root, understand. And as far as crystals that will help with that is coral, brass, bloodstone, diamonds work on all chakras. Um, garnet, green and red, hematite, lodestone, obsidian, black onyx, quartz, clear, smoky, termalated, and rutilated. Ruby, sapphire, and zircon also works on all chakras. And um, also the root chakra, again, it's security, safety, basic needs, physicality, physical identity, aspects of self, grounding, Support and foundation for your life. It's the basis. And then you have the spleen, the chakra too, which is which is in your navel. The second chakra is in your navel. So when energy is not flowing freely from this chakra, you are lacking in creative drive and negotiation skills. This chakra is primarily associated with creativity and sexuality. This is power versus vulnerability chakra. It is about optimism, self-confidence, enthusiasm, and courage. It involves money and power. Who rules your relationship, boundaries, and submissiveness? Frozen creativity causes fibroids. Overstand when I read that. That frozen creativity. So when you're not living yourself as a woman, it affects your womb. If you're not expressing the creativity that is built in you, It can cause fibroids. Lack of boundaries causes cervical dysplasia. If your second chakra is strong, you have no problem saying no. That's how you know, understand. (laughs) 
If your second chakra is strong, you have no problem saying no. When this chakra is weak, you are susceptible to lower back pain and prostate problems, pernicious anemia, and skin trouble. Men in their 40s and 50s sometimes struggle with their identity, creativity, and potency. And I found a new word. Um, for men, for women, it's called menopause, and for men, it's called testopause. <laughs> okay? If there is too much yin, there may be sexual problems. The abdominal area may be flabby, saggy, or generally weak, and may also be associated with kidney or bladder weaknesses. Too much yang will present as sexuality dominating the person's life, sexual frustration, and excessive fantasizing. There may be excessive tightness in the abdominal area leading to low back problems. So the associated organs with, the, with your second chakra, which is in your navel, is the ovaries, adrenal glands, your spleen, uterus, urinary system, prostate gland, uterus, cervix, and lower bowel. This chakra is fed by developing support systems and boundaries. We have, to ha we have to establish it. Support systems and boundaries. That's where the discernment comes in. And knowing the three types of people, who's the confidant, right? The confidant is supposed to be part of your support system. Okay, and boundaries with those constituents <laughs> and those comrades, right? Taking responsibility for what is happening in your life and owning up to your downfalls. Feeding your creative side and taking care of your body. So the musical instruments and tones that feed the spleen chakra is the keynote D, electric guitar, marimbas, and saxophone. Viewing or wearing the color orange strengthens the chakra. And the crystals and gems um, that go along with help balancing the second chakra is amber, citrine, um, gold, opal, pearl, quartz, um, ruby, tiger eye. Again, diamond and zircon and duberite works for all chakras. And so that chakra, again, is emotions, feelings, relationships, relating, expressions of sexuality, sensual pleasure, feeling the outer and inner worlds, creativity, and fantasies. So your third chakra is your solar plexus, the solar plexus chakra. When the energy is not flowing freely from this chakra, we have problems with self-esteem and confidence, our sense of, inac of um, inadequacy or adequacy, issues around responsibility, and feeling caught in the middle, and deprived of the sweet things in life. It is the power center of the body, willpower, being perfectionistic, and self-critical is a problem with the third chakra imbalance. You may feel weighed down emotionally and physically, have weight problems. You may have diseases associated with, with, the, with, with, with your stomach itself and may suffer from an eating disorder, upper bowel, Crohn's, Crohn's disease, um, diverticulitis, malabsorption, kidneys, gallbladder, liver. All three organs can have stones, addictions, pancreas, diabetes, and adrenal glands. Excessive yang can lead to aggressiveness or greed. Balance of this, of this chakra will give self-motivation. So this chakra is in charge of self-motivation when it's balanced. 
So the associated organs is the pancreas, the stomach, the liver, the small intestines, digestion, and your blood sugar. Okay? This chakra is fed by disengaging from responsibility, practicing loving and nurturing yourself, not depending on others to nurture you, doing things you are good at and that is rewarding to you. It is also fed by eating yellow and green vegetables and daily exercise. Overstand. So the notes, the musical instruments, the tones feeding the solar plexus chakra is the keynote E and the cello and the violin and the oboe and the piano and the guitar. Or viewing and wearing the color yellow strengthens this chakra. And the crystals that help balance this is aqua aquamarine, um, carnelian, amber, citrine, copper, desert rose, Elliot stone, emerald, again gold, golden beryl, gold stone, hawk's eye or falcon's eye, hematite, quartz, pearl, pyridot, pyrite, topaz, sulfur, um, yellow onyx. So exercise. Every day Stand and look at yourself in the mirror and say, say your name and say, I love you. Every day, look in your mirror and say, I love you. Say your name. What can I do to make you happy today? Ask yourself that question every day. I love you. What can I do to make you happy today? And write that down for 30 days, which your higher self is saying to you after you ask that and question after you ask that question, and then do what it says. Just try that, and that will help, because the self-motivation is so important. Okay? So you have to commune with, with, with your higher self in dealing with your solar plexus chakra, you know? And some essential oils for that, again, is cedarwood, rosemary, chamomile, you know, so... This is for willpower, personal willpower, taking responsibility for one's life, taking control, mental abilities, the intellect, forming personal opinions and beliefs, making decisions, setting the direction, clarity of judgment, personal identity, your personality, self-assurance, confidence, self-discipline, independence. You know, all of these is located in the solar plexus. So the next chakra, the fourth one, is your heart or dorsal chakra. And when the energy is not flowing freely from this chakra, there is a disruption of love, balance, harmony, peace, brotherhood, hope, growth, and healing. There's a disruption in there if it's not flowing freely. When the chakra is blocked, there's an inability to express any deep emotions, including joy, fear, sadness, and serenity. Diseases associated with this chakra imbalance includes tuberculosis, arrhythmias, hypertension, coronary heart disease, asthma, high cholesterol, breast cancer and fibromas, shoulder and esophagus problems, selfishness and envy. Excessive yang leads to insensitivity. Excessive yin links to hypersensitivity or the feeling of emptiness. This is the master control center for regulating the emotions, right, your heart. So the glands and organs associated with the chakra is the heart, lungs, thymus, blood, 
lymph, and your immune system. This chakra is fed by finding your passion and following your heart. You know, you have to have faith, find ways to express yourself, and practice appreciation, balancing giving and receiving, and forgiveness of yourself. A lot of times we have to just forgive ourselves. We think people are holding things over us, and it's only us holding it, you know. And so the musical instruments and tones feeding the chakra is the keynote F, the harp, flute, wind instruments the violin, as well as the piano. And viewing or wearing the color green or pink strengthens the chakra. And the crystals and gems are agate, adventurine, alexandrite, pink beryl, green bloodstone, lime green calcite, carnelian, cobalt calcite, pink coral, danburite, diamonds, emerald, green garnet, Gold, malachite, moonstone, opal, peridot, clear quartz, rose quartz, rutilated quartz, blue topaz, watermelon, green, and rubellite tourmaline, rubies, and zircon. And so the question is that you have to ask yourself dealing with this chakra is should I stay or should I leave? The only way to get an answer would be to check it out with your body. Close your eyes and ask your body, is this a situation that I feel comfortable staying in right now? You now have three options. One, I want to leave, but now is not the time. Two, stay and have a game plan. Or three, leave. Feel where the conflict is. It's usually in the gut or the chest. Ask the area of the energy, is it in my highest interest to stay or should I leave at this point? Will staying bring me joy? And this has to do with your work, your relationships, both platonic and intimate. Understand? Will staying bring me joy wherever you're at? Now, either you will feel your chest or gut tighten down or get worse or you will feel a tremendous relief. We have to be in touch with our insides. They're working 24 hours a day to to sustain us. We have to check in. Okay, that's the heart. You must check in with your heart. And some essential oils for that is the rose, neroli, jasmine, bergamot, geranium, lang lang. You know, so it's love for oneself and others, relating, relationships, compassion, empathy, forgiveness, acceptance transformation, change, ability to grieve and reach peace. Sometimes we just hold on trying to be strong, but, you know, shedding those tears keeps your face soft and pretty for the women out there. Don't be afraid to cry. You've seen those women where their whole life shows on their face, and that's because they kept it all in and it showed on their face. Sometimes you have to break down to break through. Overstand. The ability to grieve and reach peace. Compassionate discernment. Center of awareness. Integration of insights. You have to integrate your insights so you can understand who you are. The fifth chakra is the throat or cervical chakra. 
right, your throat. When this energy is not flowing freely from this chakra, it is difficult to speak your truth and find your voice. I've noticed when people have blocked energy here, they clear their throat. There's a tightness and sometimes their voice changes when they are not completely comfortable talking about something. There may be lumps or tumors on the vocal cords, trouble swallowing, thyroid disease, and problems with the jaw and neck. There may be issues with tact and timing, expression and communication, and finding a balance between speaking and listening. Other challenges include problems with the parathyroid, therefore calcium imbalances, right? So your ears, cold sinus allergies, etc. A person who talks very softly is apt to be more yin. Loud and boisterous people are more yang. Blockage of the chakra inhibits self-expression. So the associated organs and glands are your neck, your eyes, your ears, your voice box, your thyroid, your parathyroid, and your sinuses. This chakra is fed by opening the lines of communication of your thoughts and feelings, being more creative, speaking your truth, releasing past emotions, deep breathing exercises, and all types of healing work. The musical instrument and tones feeding the throat chakra is the keynote G and the human voice, flute, woodwind instruments, woodwinds in general, and viewing and wearing the color blue Will strengthen the will strengthen the throat chakra. And so the crystals and gems that are associated with this is um, again aquamarine, aqua aura, adamite, amazonite, apatite, azurite, celestite, danberite, diamonds, Elliot stone, kyanite, lapis lazuli, one of my favorites, larimar, mother of pearl. Blue onyx, blue quartz, rutilated quartz, sapphire, basilica gem, smithsonite, sodalite, spineal, tanzanite, blue topaz, blue tourmaline, turquoise, and again, um, zircon works for all chakras. And so with your throat chakra, something that you have to really develop, you have to develop your voice. Okay, so when the throat, when the throat chakra is in balance, it can manifest in lack of control over one's speech or speaking too much or inappropriately, not being able to listen to others or an excessive fear of speaking or a very small, imperceptible voice, not being able to keep secrets or to keep your word. Telling lies. On the opposite side, a closed throat chakra might manifest as a secretiveness or shyness or lack of connection with the vocation or your purpose in life. So you have to open the throat chakra and heal the and, and you know heal that throat chakra. The sixth chakra, which is the brow, the spiritual eye, or the third eye, when the energy is not flowing freely from this chakra. There will be poor focus and intuition. Poor focus and intuition. The way you perceive the world, your sense of purpose, morals, and how you think about what you may see may be a little out of a little out of normal. You know, so life threatening diseases such as genetic problems, ALS and MS are related to this emotional center. 
This center also has to do with all the senses, including the sixth sense. There may be challenges with being overly rational and moral, with very linear, rigid thinking, and decreased receptivity to new ideas. Blockage of this chakra often manifests as a frontal headache, the inability to think clearly, scattered or confused thinking. So the associated glands and organs for the third eye, the brow, the spiritual eye, the sixth chakra, is the pituitary, the hypothalamus, your eyes, and your autonomic nervous system. This chakra is fed by visualization exercises, prayer, and meditation, listening to yourself, practicing awareness, and self, self-awareness is so important, and others and the environment. You know, healing addictions and service. Remember, all emotion has to do with unmet needs of some sort. The musical instrument or tone feeding the third eye is the keynote A. And higher electric instruments and synthesizers. Viewing or wearing the color indigo, blue, will help feed the chakra. And the crystals or gems, again, are... um, Alexandriite, amethyst, angelite, Apache tears, danberite, fluorite, emerald, blue falcon's eye, hawk's eye, kunzite, modalvite, moonstone, opal, quartz clear, quartz rutilated and smoky, sapphire, silver, turquoise, topaz, tanzanite, verisite, zircon, Royal Azale Sugalite, and Blue Tourmaline. And so that third eye chakra, the brow chakra, you know, that is a part of the vision, intuition, the perception of subtle dimensions and movements of energy. See, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We have to tap into that spiritual side on a daily basis. Psychic abilities related to clairvoyance or clairaudience especially, access to mystical states, illumination, connection to wisdom, insight, motivates inspiration and creativity. We have to awaken the third eye. It allows you to open up to an intuitive sensibility, an inner perception, an inner perception And that's where the Most High resides, on the innards. So the seventh chakra is the crown or the thousand-petaled lotus chakra. When the energy is not flowing freely from this chakra, there are problems with feeling you are making a difference in the world, your life's purpose. There's a disconnection from God's spirit. So the associated gland to this is the pineal gland, your hair. Overstand your crown, top of the head, and the central nervous system. This chakra is fed by unconditional love, compassion, and peace. Musical instruments and tones feeding the crown chakra is the keynote B, the organ, electric instruments and sounds. Viewing and wearing colors white and violet feed the crown chakra. And the crystals and gems associated that help balance out the seventh chakra is amber, alexandrite, amethyst, um, beryl, clear beryl, celestial, gold, morganite, clear quartz, rutilated, smoky, and termalated 
quartz, silver, sunstone, tanzanite, royal azale, and zircon. And so your crown chakra, also known as a thousand petals, (laughs) has to do with your consciousness, awareness of higher consciousness, wisdom of what is sacred, connection with the formless and the limitless, realization, liberation from limiting patterns. We have to stop limiting ourselves and just see what it do. Okay? Communication with higher states of consciousness, ecstasy, bliss, presence, having a sense of presence, a presence within yourself, all by yourself. Okay? And the eighth chakra, you know, Your crown, you can't have an overactive crown chakra. It could manifest as a disconnection with the body. You live in your head all the time. You, you, you feel disconnected from your body and earthly matters, obsessive attachment to, to, you know, spiritual matters. You don't have the balance. You're either, you know, we can't be over-righteous and we can't be over-wicked. Closed-mindedness. So we need to know and understand the chakras. Okay, you have your crown, and that, and that's with the problems that you're feeling like you're not making a difference in the world. You know, so you have to connect that. You have your third eye, and that's for focus and intuition. And you have your throat, which is speaking your truth and finding your voice. And you have your heart, you know, with love and balance and harmony, peace, brotherhood, hope, growth, and healing. You have the solar plexus self-esteem, confidence, your sense of adequacy, responsibility, your navel, creative drive and negotiation skills, creativity and sexuality, and your root, your root chakra, your sense of belonging, safety, security in the world, survival of the self. You have to align your divine being so the Most High can work through you and with you and from you. Those gifts, those hidden gifts that you have not opened, that's the sin to not open them. If you don't let that creativity out, it will manifest as tumors and disease. Whatever that specialness that resides in you, however weird, different, abnormal you may think it might be, Fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear stops us from doing so much. It's not even something real. You have to let go and let God and get in touch with each part of your body every day and love yourself and bring out the love from yourself. In Jesus' name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with the Goenosis. Blessings and grace. Opportunity 
knocking, knocking. A nigga was out for coffee and out of court like my window. The Grammys is way too lofty. And I can stay here forever. I could die here. I don't have to try here. Can I get my two sugars, please? Jesus made an album. I'm still waiting in the line for cream. She dreaming technique, colorless, black and white. Opportunity knocking. A nigga just got her nails done. Skeletons in my closet. Gonna open the door when yell comes. They ain't gonna wanna see my silhouette rap. You fucking cognac. I smell it all black. Mississippi vagabond, granny gon' turn up in her grave and say my granny really was a slave for this. All your incompleted similes and pages ripped, you know they whipped us niggas. How you afraid to rap and you up to heaven after so we can freedom now? Ain't no ocean floor when you can be a Jesus now. Don't Days on my snap, mysterious aberration illuminated the trap. My telephone callication synonymous with the sunrise mountains against the foreground forever. Me coming back, I ain't gonna cry the last time I leave my Chicago 24 and LA mojo teaching me how to drive. Whole world inside my rear view, it's feeling me so alive, it's feeling me so alive. Enjoy the joy ride. Opportunity knocking, it's finally time to answer. The doorbell was only broken because Auntie was fighting cancer and cigarettes on my mantle. Keep calling me by my first name, loving me when I'm lonely, pretending they really know. Looking back, don't 
Blessings and grace. Now we move forward to the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness. I'm going to start off today at theshaderoom.com. I found this very interesting, and we have to pay attention for our youth. 
um, and the school system. So if you're a student in the Chicago public school system, you may have to start getting your four-year post-grad plan together now. The mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, has decided to become the first city to withhold high school diplomas if students don't meet certain post-grad requirements. They're going to start withholding the diplomas if you don't meet post-graduation requirements. According to Mike News, Chicago is becoming the first city to require students to have a job, college acceptance letter, a gap year program enrollment, or, get this, military enlistment before receiving their diploma. So Chicago is becoming the first city to require students to have a job. They have to have a letter saying, I start work right after I graduate, a college acceptance letter, or some kind of gap year program that's capitalistic that some other program can get some funding from so your child could go there. Or if they don't get into any of those three situations, military enlistment. If those three criteria are not met in Chicago, children will not receive their high school diploma. However, some critics are skeptical of this new rule and how beneficial it would really be. It sounds good on paper, they think. But the problem is that when you've cut the number of counselors in school, when you've cut the kind of services that children need, who is this going to work? Karen Lewis, the president of the, of the Chicago Teachers Union, said, if you've done the work to earn a diploma, then you should get a diploma because you don't, because if you don't, you're forcing your kids into more poverty. But for Mayor Rahm Emanuel, the main purpose of this new ban is to ensure students are thinking about their future and career plans. If you change expectations, it's not hard for children to adapt, said Emanuel. The policy was created in an effort to make sure students think beyond the four years of high school. Think about that. It could be coming to a city near you. They have to have a plan, man. Are they going to go into the military? And also, the Vatican police raid in gay orgy in atop a cardinal's apartment, and drugs were found inside. So last month, an apartment belonging to one of Pope Francis's key advisors, his key advisors, was raided after neighbors complained of suspect behavior and the constant coming and going of visitors. Italian newspaper Il Fatto Quotidiano reports that upon raiding the apartment, which is owned by the Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, the police interrupted what is being described as a gay orgy complete with spread of drugs. The unnamed secretary to Cardinal Francisco Coco Palermo ended up being arrested, but there was no word of his charges yet. According to U.S. News, Coco Palermo served as president of the Vatican's Pontifical Council for Legislative Texts and leads interpretations of the laws of the church and reportedly recommended the same secretary for a promotion to bishop. This scandal comes after another recent incident where Cardinal George Pell is facing charges for historical sex crimes. And the Pope is said to be enraged that these people are tainting his legacy. 
According to U.S. News, the newspaper described the Pope as enraged and said that the aide was first taken to a clinic and hospitalized to detox from the drugs he had used and is currently in a retreat at a convent in Italy. The scandal comes on the heels of Cardinal Joe Pell's um, return to Australia to defend himself against charges related to multiple historical sex crimes. Pell, a top advisor to the pontiff, is the highest-ranking church of vis- official to face abuse allegations. Days after granting Pell a release, Pope Francis also removed German Cardinal Gerhard Müller as, perf- as prefect of the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith, according to the Associated Press. It is unclear if the drug arrest played any part in the Pope's decision. You think? The Pope has vowed a zero-tolerance approach to abuse, but victim advocates have said poor personal decisions and global abuse scandals reaching the heart of the Vatican has already tainted his legacy. Who cares about this man's legacy? I mean, this is ridiculous. A big gay orgy, <laughs> complete with a spread of drugs. And it was had it was it, it was being held at the Vatican's congregation for the doctrine of the faith. It was they owned the apartment, the congregation for the doctrine of the faith. Disgusting. Burn fire on that whole spirit. Pray against that spirit, one. Send energy of disruption, dismantlement. Okay, we have to because um, today. Pastors laid hands on Trump during what's what's being quoted as a humbling over office prayer. They're still laying hands on Trump and praying for him, and who knows who they're praying to. We need to put our prayers into this into this atmosphere, into this frequency to stop this horrendous, disgusting behavior that's going on. Okay, so yesterday was very surreal. Sorry, this was yesterday. Um, you know, it was over thirty different um, evangelistical and um, Catholic priests that came and they laid hands on the president and they prayed for him to have supernatural wisdom, guidance, and protection. Who could ever even imagine, you know, they're hoping that they're going to see another great spiritual awakening from Trump. This is according to USA News. So let's pray that Trump's decisions toward this world is balanced and fair and that rights are wrong and that injustices are stopped. Pray that prayer over that man as he leaves this country. And speaking of Trump, according to ZeroHedge.com, Trump is being sued for blocking Twitter users. You know the lawsuit um, that's come that that is that is being plied against him. Um, the Trump he texts all the time, so he released a chain of emails and ahead of his correspondence with the Russian lawyer who promised to deliver the anti-Clinton information, and then he tweeted about that. And so someone tweeted this man Jamil Jafir, who's the executive director of the Knight Institute. He tweeted something against Trump. And so then Trump blocked him. He criticized him, mocked him, and then he blocked him. So now he can no longer see the president's tweets. And, you know, he voted. He's part of this democracy. He's being blocked by the president personally. 
He's supposed to be for the people, by the people, of the people. So they have a lawsuit going against him, so hopefully they'll win. Let's 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 pray because that kind of the people that we vote for supposedly cannot be blocking us. Doesn't make any sense. It's just a free for all going on right now within this political system. And so a black college grad was beaten to death by a crowd during a Greek island vacation. Blessings to his family, healing and strength. Bakari Henderson, a 22-year-old recent graduate of the University of Arizona, was beaten to death early Friday morning while vacationing on the Greek island of of Zakathanos. It's not clear what started the fight, but according to local media, Henderson allegedly got into an argument with a security guard inside a bar. The situation quickly escalated when he was chased outside and then beaten to death by a group of 10 men. Police are currently investigating if race played a part in the attack. Henderson was taken to the local hospital, but unfortunately was pronounced dead on arrival, sources say due to severe head injuries. The State Department released a statement saying Greek police and Zathanos notified the U.S. Embassy of the death of a U.S. citizen in the early morning hours of Friday, July 7th. We are in communication with authorities and providing consular assistance to the deceased citizen's family. We offer our sincerest condolences to family and friends and out of respect for the family during this difficult time. We have no further comment. Greek authorities arrested two individuals in connection to the murder, including a 32-year-old British security guard and a 34-year-old Greek barman. Prayers of strength and healing to the family of Bakari Henderson. We have to be aware as we travel ones. We have to be able to use discernment and have that third eye open so we can have supernatural oversight to who's around us and when it's time to go. God bless this boy's family. And on Politico.com, the U.S. ethics chief who pressured Trump resigned. The chief of ethics, Walter Schaub, the director of U.S. Office of Government of Ethics, who has criticized the way President Donald Trump has handled his business conflicts, announced on Thursday that he is resigning effective July 19th. Schaub, who was appointed by former President Barack Obama to a five-year term in 2013, is joining um, a nonprofit campaign legal center as the senior director of ethics. Schaub made headlines early this year when he publicly urged Trump to divest assets, and he called the president's decision to keep his stake in the Trump organization and leave his sons to manage a wholly inadequate arrangement. Besides Schaub's own statement, the OGE raised eyebrows when it used its Twitter account to push for Trump to divest his stake in the company. Well, Trump is Twittering about national politics, so that's the only way that they can try to get his attention. So now we have the person that was in charge of ethics for the government has resigned. Hopefully, pray that someone that has some real ethics steps in and is up for the fight. On CNN.com, a proposed new military branch would send U.S. troops to guard the galaxy. The year 2019, the mission sent combat forces into space to save the world from potential Star Wars. The crew to get the job done, the U.S. state's Space Corps, that's the new name, the U.S. State's Space Corps. A congressional committee is proposing that the U.S. Armed Forces add a new military branch that would quite literally send soldiers out of this world. 
um, a, a crew of real-life Buzz Lightyears is described as it's being described in the National Defense Authorization Act. They actually use the word real-life Buzz Lightyears in the National Defense Authorization Act, which is now headed to the full House for a vote. There isn't anything extraordinary about the NDAA, which, which every year lays out military spending, but this time the House Armed Services Committee voted 60 to 1 in favor of a bill that would, among many other things, create the first new branch of the armed forces since the Air Force's founding in 1947. Among the Space Corps' official duties, as established in the bill, would be providing combat-ready space forces that enable the commanders of the combatant commands to fight and win wars. The Space Corps would fall under the Air Force in the same way the Marine Corps does the Navy. The chief of the Space Corps, a presidential appointee with a six-year term, would be on equal footing with the Air Force's chief of staff. Both would report to the secretary of the Air Force. So far, there's just one main problem with the proposal. Neither the Air Force's secretary nor its chief of staff are thrilled with separating America's own guardians of the galaxy from the rest of the armed forces. I've been shocked and by the response of the Air Force leadership, Rep. Mike Rogers from Alabama said during the June 22, me- June 22 meeting. So there, so there's like infighting over who will get the money, basically, and whether it would be, you know, separated from the Air Force. Because the Air Force feels like we've already been in the air. Why not let us go to space, too, and make it part of us? You know, so they're going to go into space. They want to make Star Wars real. And it's going to be the United States Space Corps. And in Mexico, according to the HuffingtonPost.com, Mexico finally recognized its black citizens. But that's just the beginning. Last month, for the first time ever, the Mexican government recognized its 1.38 million citizens of African descent in a national survey. The survey served as the preliminary count before the 2020 national sentence, where black will be debuted as an official category. A major force behind the government's recognition was Mexico Negro, an activist group founded in 1997 by Sergio Penalaza Perez, a school teacher of African descent. On a side note, um, it's on YouTube. You can check out Dr. Henry Louis Gates. He did Blacks in South America, and he went throughout South America where um, Africans and their history and their statues built and it's very interesting. You might want to check it out. This is Dr. Henry Louis Gates, Black in, in um, South America, I believe it's called. So Mexico Negro works for, among other initiatives, the constitutional recognition of Afro-Mexicans and to increase the visibility of Afro-Mexican culture. The Huffington Post recently caught up with Penaloza to discuss his organization and why recognition matters and what's next for Black Mexicans the black Mexican agenda. We've been working for 20 years without much government response, so the events of the past year have been huge progress for us, Penaloza told the Huffington Post. Um, Juana Calupia is one of the major Pueblo Negros, or black towns of Mexico. It is also the center of Costa Chica, a southwestern state of Guerrero and, and Osaka, where the Afro-Mexican population is concentrated. The nation's capital has, has a smaller black population than you think. So from a distance, Mexico Negro campaigned for recognition. And the census agency that did the initial count of Afro-Mexicans and the National Council for Prevention of Discrimination. 
So this is wonderful. So the Afro-Mexicans are getting recognition and their culture recognition. And they'll be able to have say-so and what's going on in Mexico. So God bless Afro-Mexico and um, Mexico Negro and what they're doing over there. And on foxnews.com, Louisiana cop is suing the Black Lives Matter after being wounded in a deadly ambush. An unnamed Louisiana office has sued Black Lives Matter and several of the movement's leaders Friday after last summer's ambush, quote-unquote, of law enforcement offices in Baton Rouge. DeRay McKinson, um, a member of the activist movement who has been involved in Ferguson, Missouri, and Baltimore, Maryland protests, and four other Black Lives Matter leaders have been named as defendants in the suit. It was filed on behalf of one of the officers wounded in a July 17th attack by Gavin Long, a black military veteran who killed three officers in the Baton Rouge before he was shot dead. The suit does not name the officer, but its description of the plaintiff matches the Eastern Baton Rouge Parish Sheriff's Deputy, Nicholas Tuller, who was injured during the ambush. So Long shot Tuller in the head, stomach, and shoulder, leaving him with brain damage. In December 2016, the 42-year-old father of two emerged from a vegetative state and regained some movement of his body. The same attorneys who filed Friday's suit previously sued Black Lives Matter and McKinnison on behalf of a Baton Rouge police officer who was injured last year. As well, this is quite a world, McKinnison told reporters when informed about, about the lawsuit. So can you imagine... They're suing the Black Lives Matter movement because a police officer was hurt doing his job. I mean, God bless him, you know, and his brain damage, and I'm glad he recovered something. But to sue the Black Lives Matter movement, they want to try to bring it down that way. And also, on according to the Huffington Post, Aja Brown, um, Compton's youngest mayor, was sworn in for the second time. The 35-year-old received about 62% of the vote in June. So God bless, you know... This young woman um, doing a good job as as um, Compton's mayor, enough so that she's taking her oath to serve another four years in office. So God bless her, and hopefully more of the youth that are strong-minded and strong-willed will step up to the plate and run for office. And um, we have to take another moment of prayers for the family of 27-year-old D- Dewan Gilroy, who was shot and killed by a deputy in Malmo, Louisiana. The lawyer represented Dewan's girlfriend, DeQuince Brown, who was on the scene and is also, and she's in jail herself, says the pair were out riding his ATV at Chad Lane when they were pulled over by Evangeline Parish deputy Paul Holden LaFleur. And the deputy allegedly asked them for their IDs, and when they objected, they were demanded to exit the vehicle. Cooperating, the pair got out the vehicle, but not too much time passed before the officer and Dewan got into a heated argument. The quince alleges the disagreement turned into an altercation. Then she says the officer told Dewan to get on the ground. He then proceeded to shoot Dewan three to four times in the back. After shooting him, the deputy neglected to call for backup or medical attention. The lawyer told the route that he went back to his car for an extended period of time. Luckily, during the scuffle, LaFleur dropped his radio, and DeQuince was the one who called for help. So the girl was able to get his radio and call for help. Currently, 
Sequence is in jail on a first-degree murder, murder charge. According to her lawyer, she was defending her boyfriend from being executed. He goes on to explain that her defense was harmless, and she's only 110 pounds. They're trying to get this girl for attempted murder when she was trying to stop the man from shooting her boyfriend. What's even more fishy about the situation is that the officer, LaFleur, claims he was in the area responding to a burglary call, but no one can co-sign any such burglaries at that date, time, or location. Dewan leaves behind three children. God bless the children, the mother, the friends, the family of Dewan Gilroy. And bless up DeQuince Brown that she gets a lawyer that can get her out of this mess so that she can grieve and mourn and hopefully find peace after something like this. You know, years ago, there was a report that came out by the FBI that said that the KKK had infiltrated the police force nationwide. But no one did anything about it. It was just a report. Overstand. So we have to really be aware, you know, get those radar things in your car so you know what's going on. Get that Waze app so you can see where police are located so you can protect yourself and move out the area because it's like the Wild West out here. So we have to have a strong sense of self and be aligned so that we can move spiritually through this realm to get to where the Most High needs us to be. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. We become poets in an attempt to tether words to righteousness, our notebooks to social consciousness. Sitting cross-legged and anxious in wing-back chairs, we sip lattes to news of regimes, firing American-made artillery into crowds of folk, their bodies pickled by the sun, they line streets in countries we never think about, and we suck our teeth and ask a thesaurus to become a machete. And as romantic as pacifism is these days, I dream of dictators falling headfirst into karma and forget to be afraid if I could write this shit in fire. I would write this shit in fire. This ain't poetry, rage, unmuted, a verb, a means, an end. This is my body. This is Sankofa, Rwanda, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, Southside, Chicago, Compton, California, Red Hook Projects in Jersey, Roosevelt Projects in Brooklyn. This is severed hands and clubs against flesh, black boots to pregnant bellies, sterilizations masked as inoculations, leg irons and chains, the bit and the noose. This is a war cry. Tell Massa I'm coming back, carrying fire in my knapsack. Tell him I'm Patrice Lumumba, Stephen Biko, Frannie Lou Hamer. Tell him they have been born again in me. Tell him I found my mother tongue buried under the rubble of the World Trade Center. Tell him this shit ain't no poem. This is me running naked from sugarcane and cotton fields having dropped my croaker sack. Tell him he can call me karma. I am refleshing the bones, a witch, a root worker, a sorceress, a priestess, a gangster. Tell him this is the result of segregation. Tell him this is the result of integration. Tell him I've never been invisible. Tell him he has never been invisible. Tell him I am melting the barbed wire and steel bars of prison yards. They gonna flow over him like lava. I am returned. I am bloodthirsty. I am fangs and hooks and swollen feet in welfare lines. The gauntlet thrown down, lines drawn in the sand. I am apocryphal. Historical deletions gathering themselves up and into textbooks. 
I am the niece of exploitation on a rice and pancake box. Come to collect the royalties for Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. I am the line of smoke, a rain dance, the tomahawk used to kill the first invader. I am a passbook in South Africa, a whites-only sign on a courthouse door in Mississippi. The streets of Benghazi pocked in prayer beads and shell casings. The juxtaposition of faith and savagery tell him. I am African wide hips and American bulimia. Peace symbols affixed onto assault rifles. It is the deepest kind of contradiction. If I could write this shit in fire, I would write this shit in fire. Tell master I coming back. How in the wind I coming back. Burr in your heel, I coming back, master. I coming back, master. I coming back, master. I coming back.
Blessings and grace. We're going to move forward now into technology. According to digitaltrends.com, Carnegie Mellon taught a computer to read human body language in real time. So now they have computers that can read body language in real time. Technology like the Microsoft Connect camera can already carry out simple motion sensing and use this as a way of interfacing software. However, researchers from Carnegie Mellon University have gone much farther with the development of a new computer system that is capable of recognizing the body poses and movements of multiple people in real time, right down to someone's facial expression or the pose of an individual person's fingers. The technology has the potential to unlock new ways for us to interact with machines, to play games, play musical instruments, or produce content, Yashir Sheik said, an associate professor of robotics at the Carnegie Mellon told Digital Trends. It will help us diagnose and treat behavioral conditions such as autism, depression, and dyslexia. It has the ability to create new monitoring systems for physical therapy and rehabilitation. It would allow us to build safer systems such as self-driving cars and home robotics. Perhaps its most exciting potential and the one that motivates me is that the machine would be able to enter our social spaces and become collaborative partners in our daily lives instead of passive tools. Overstand the spin. So this computer has the capability of recognizing body poses, movements of multiple people in real time, 
right down to someone's facial expression or the pose of an individual's fingers. Now, watching us on businessinsider.com, the police are investigating children as young as five for sexting. So the police in Britain are investigating children as young as five years old in Britain for sexting. And, you know, what happens over the pond eventually comes over here. According to new data, officers spoke to one five-year-old who lives in County Durham last year as part of an effort to combat the increasing number of children using phones to send explicit images. Data uncovered by the BBC found that almost 400 children aged below 12 have been contacted by officers in relation to sexting. The five-year-old in County Durham was the youngest to be spoken to by police, who have also had cases involving four seven-year-olds and four eight-year-olds. It's illegal to take or send photographs of anybody younger than 18, including yourself. The Northbridge Police, excuse me, the Northumbria Police told the BBC they had given an official caution to a 10-year-old who sent an explicit picture of himself to an 11-year-old using a mobile phone app. However, children younger than 10 cannot be convicted of crimes, and the U.K. does not deem them as capable of being responsible for their actions. So they are now investigating children for sexting. And, and, and on TheGuardian.com, France is going to ban the sale of petrol and diesel in cars by 2040. So the electric car is here to stay. Okay, this is starting over in Europe. It will eventually come here once these um, corporations finally give in to the new innovation and find a way to make money off of it, of course. But right now, France is banning the sale of petrol and diesel of all their cars by 2040. And on AOP.org.uk, nanotechnology makes quantum leaps into eyedrops. So tiny particles found in televisions and tablets could be used to provide relief from eye infections. There, so the use of tiny particles found in the latest electronic displays to fight eye infections, quantum dots, are small semiconductor particles that are, the, that are the key component in nanotechnology. A new study published in ACS Nano reported on the use of quantum dots as an ingredient in eye drops for the treatment of bacterial keratitis. So they now want to put nanotechnology in your eyes. And it's the same nanotechnology that's used in televisions and tablets. And they're saying it's for eye infections. So the researchers manufactured quantum dots by heating spermidine, a compound that boosts the effectiveness of antibiotics. They found that the, that, that the quantum dots disrupted bacterial cells while leaving animal cells unscathed. The author concluded that the new quantum dots are a potential alternative to conventional eye drop treatments for bacterial keratitis. Current treatments for the eye infection include steroid drops, but these can result in scarring of the cornea. So you have to get into your bilberry and your herbs to keep your eyes together. Check out those um, Indian Hindu videos on yoga for the eyes and keep your eyes intact. Get those computer eyes, um, herbal concoctions. Because if you get an eye infection, you may have nanotechnology in the eye drops now prescribed by a doctor. On digitaltrends.com, robots will soon be writing news stories for the UK's press association. 
So they're going to have the robots now write the news for the UK Press Association, which is similar to our APR. Okay, so so now, you know, few jobs these days are truly safe from the rise of AI and the latest industry to be affected is journalism. Google awarded the Press Association, PA Newswire, $805,000 to fund a project known as Reporters and Data and Robots, or RADAR. As one might expect, involves robot writing no fewer than 30,000 stories for local media publications every month. The Press Association is a national news agency that supplies publishers in both the UK and Ireland with content. It will partner with the new startup Herbs Media for the Robot Project with hopes of creating a stream of compelling local stories for hundreds of media outlets. So they want to control the press. Trump is showing them how to do it, right? He let he um he stopped them from having the cameras in there, and they can only get audio. You see how they're just knocking down the standards one by one. And on spectrum.ieee.org, DARPA wants brain implants that record from one million neurons. DARPA is known for issuing big challenges. Still, the mission statement for its new neuroengineering systems design program is a doozy. Make neural implants that can record high-fidelity signals from one million neurons. Today's best brain implants, like the experimental system that a paralyzed man used to control a robotic arm, record from just a few hundred neurons. Recording one million neurons would provide a much richer signal that could be used to better control external devices, such as wheelchairs, robots, and computer cursors. What's more, the DARPA program calls for the tech to be bi-directional. The implant must be able to not only record signals, but also to transmit computer-generated signals to the neurons. That feature would allow for neuroprosthetics that provide blind people with visual information or deaf people with auditory info. Today, the industry and the agency announced a six research groups that have been awarded grants under the NESD program. In a press release, DARPA says that even one million neuron goal is just a starting point. A million neurons represents a minuscule percentage of the 86 billion neurons in the human brain. So they want to be able overstand to take over the brain okay with the neuroengineering systems design program and to be able to record and send signals to and from a source outside of yourself one of the teams taking on the challenge is the silicon valley startup paradromics Company CEO Matt Angle says his company is developing a device called the Neuro Input Output Bus, NIOB, that will use bound bundles of microwire electrodes to interface with neurons. With four bundles containing a total of 20,000 microwires, he says, the NIOB could record from or stimulate, or stimulate, overstand, one million neurons. Microwire electrodes have been used since 1950s, but traditionally they are unscalable, Angle tells IEE Spectrum in an interview with existing systems. You need to wire up one microwire to one amplifier. So if you want to use 100,000 microwires, it's a lot of soldering work for a grad student. So the paradromics gets around this problem by polishing the end of the microwire bundle to make it very flat and then bonding, bonding the whole bundle chip 
to a chip containing the array of the CMOS amplifiers. So we make sure that the probability of a single wire coming down and touching the pad on the CMOS is very, very high. But if you have a few spots that don't get wires, it doesn't matter much. Okay, so their goal is speech prosthetic. Paradomics goal is speech prosthetic. So they want to have prosthetic speech. They want to be able to, to control the brain and the brain area involved in audio processing. And that can decode speech at the level of sound units called phonemes. Other areas of the brain with higher level semantics. So they want to control the word sound power. The word sound power. And it says that um, the, the company drew inspiration from neuroscientists Robert Knight at the University of California, Berkeley, who has shown that when people read aloud or silently to themselves, the neural signal is superior. Temporal gyros can be used to reconstruct the words. So if you're reading to yourself, their signal can reconstruct the words. So this finding suggests that a user could just imagine speaking a phrase and a neural implant could record the signal and send the information to a speech synthesizer. While Paradomics has chosen the speech prosthetic as its DARPA-funded goal, its hardware could be used for a number of neural applications. The differences could come from changing the location of the implant and from the software that decodes the signal. So this is what's going on. They're working ahead, so we have to work. We can't be lulled. It's moving. It's happening. It's here. Understand? And on the singularityhub.com, they have this new mini wind turbine that can power your home in a gentle breeze. Praise the Most High. The first time you see a Nimoy wind turbine, you may not it's a turbine at all, a white and silver metallic structure about the size of a garden shrub. Nimoy has three vertical blades that spin carousel-like around a central axis. It spells N-N like Nancy, E-M like Mary, O-I, N-E-M-O-I, for ones that want to look into this and purchase this. Um, Nimoy has three vertical blades that spin carousel-like around a central axis, and the spinning is constant but completely silent, and it doesn't look fast enough to be generating much energy, but appearances can be deceiving. According to its, to its creator, Semtiv Energy, S-E-M-T-I-V, Semtiv Energy, CEO Ignacio Juarez, a Nimoy turbine can power a four-person household at wind speeds of just 10 to 13 miles per hour. It's also made of 95% recyclable aluminum and can be quickly assembled by one person and is locally manufactured. Nimoy was created by energy startup Semtiv, and with great timing, the International Energy Agency's 2016 me medium-term forecast for renewables predicts that by 2021, 60% of the world's energy will come from renewables. And between now and then, wind turbines will go up at a rate of 2.5 every hour. So this really makes renewables widespread, though they need to be more accessible. And this has already started to happen with solar, as evidenced by the panels you may see on your neighbor's roofs. Wind is just as abundant as sunlight, but it's been harder to adopt to a local scale. And that's part of the problem Nemo's, Nemo's creators have solved. 
So, again, there is a mini wind turbine that can power your home on a gentle breeze of 10 to 13 miles an hour, a four-person household. N-E-M-O-I. And it's by Sentive Energy. And on the nationalgeographic.com, a spinach leaf transformed into beating human heart tissue. <laughs> a spinach leaf. Using the nature of the most high. Okay, using the plant like scaffolding, the scientists built a mini version of a working heart, which may one day aid in tissue regeneration. Scientists have found a way to use spinach to build working human heart muscle, potentially solving a long-standing problem in efforts to repair damaged organs. Their study published this month by the Journal of Biomaterials offers a new way to grow a vascular system which has been a roadblock for tissue engineering. Tissue engineering. Scientists have already created large-scale human tissue in lab using methods like 3D printing. I've spoken about that in previous podcasts. But it's been much harder to grow the small, delicate blood vessels that are vital to the tissue health. The main limiting factor for tissue engineering is the lack of vascular network, says study co-author Joshua Kirschlock a graduate student at the Worcester Polytechnic Institute in Massachusetts, WPI. In a video describing the study, without that vascular network, you get a lot of tissue death. One of the defining traits of a leaf is the branching network of thin veins that delivers water and nutrients to its cells. Now, scientists have used plant veins to replicate the way blood moves through human tissue. The work involves modifying a spinach leaf in the lab to remove its plant cells, which leave behind a frame made of cellulose. Cellulose is biocompatible and has been used in a wide variety of regenerative medicine applications, such as cartilage tissue engineering, bone tissue engineering, and wound healing. The authors write in their paper, the team then bathed the remaining plant frame in live human cells. So the human tissue grew on the spinach scaffolding and surrounded the tiny veins. Once they had transformed the spinach leaf into a sort of mini heart, the team sent fluids and microbeads through its veins to show that the blood cell that the blood cells can flow through through the system. The eventual goal is to be able to replace the damaged tissue in patients who've had heart attacks or who have suffered the cardiac issues that prevent their hearts from contracting, like blood vessels, the veins, and the modified leaves would deliver oxygen to the entire swath of replacement tissue, which is crucial in generating new heart matter. The study team says that the same method could be used with different types of plants to repair a variety of tissues in the body. The nature of the most high. For instance, swapping out the cells in wood might one day help fix human bones. We have a lot more work to do, but so far this is very promising, study author, co-author Glenn Godet of WPI said in a press statement. Adapting abundant plants that farmers have been cultivating for thousands of years for use in tissue engineering could solve a host of problems limiting the fields. And last but not least, um, they have a new seeing AI, an AI that sees. It, you can complete multiple tasks with one app. So the AI speaks text as soon as it appears in front of a camera. This is from Microsoft.com. It's called Seeing AI on Microsoft.com. So it's 
speaks as soon as it appears in front of a camera. It provides audio guidance to capture a printed page and recognizes the text along with its original formatting. It gives audio beeps to help locate barcodes and then scans them to identify products. It recognizes friends and describes people around you, including their emotions. An experimental feature that's in it is to describe a scene around you. And it also identifies currency bills when paying with cash. So Seeing AI is a Microsoft research project that brings together the power of the cloud and AI to deliver an intelligent app designed to help you (laughs) navigate your day. Okay, it's basically seeing what your day is comprised of as soon as some text appears in front of the camera. It speaks it. It provides audio guidance to you. (laughs) Okay, it describes your friends and their emotions as they come upon you. An app. There's an app for that. And they want to be able to describe the scene that's around you. It's called Seeing AI on Microsoft.com. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. A song for you. If I took away
Because if I recall, you came and searched for me, bringing religions and new technology to a land that I once called free. You used all them Negroes to build your dream, and your power went so far to your head, you decided to taste them and see. But did you realize one day they might ever be a me? Caramel-coated hybrid of the night. I really don't care because your slander won't kill me. I finally figured it out. You can't live peacefully. You need to hate. You need to fight. And your own blood is good enough to dislike. In Africa, you kill each other using tribes as excuse. In Europe and the Americas, you destroy each other with fool's gold and economic tools. I guess I should feel lucky.
Blessings and grace. As we move forward into herbnology, I wanted to focus tonight on black cumin seed. It's helped me for ones that have been paying attention and listening um, throughout these podcasts. I do have fibromyalgia, but it doesn't have me, understand? And one of the reasons is because of black cumin seed oil. So black cumin seed oil is a viable option for immunity and autoimmune diseases. When you look at the broad term immunity, autoimmune diseases should be should should also be included. These little black seeds have been shown to improve immune systems by 72% in as few as four weeks. Two studies were done in 1987 at the IIMER in Panama City, Florida, to verify the immune-building effects of black human. The volunteers were given one gram of black cumin twice a day or a placebo. After four weeks, the end result showed a 72% increase increase in T-cell ratios and cell functionality activity in most participants. Black cumin is now a viable option to treat or heal people with afflicted with autoimmune diseases, which are the leading cause of death and disability for many. Also, black cumin annihilates pancreatic cancer tumors. Dr. Hawida Arafat of the, Camille, of the Camille Cancer Center at Jefferson conducted several studies using the nigella sativa, black cumin, to treat pancreatic cancer. The results were astounding, with an 80% cancer tumor cell death, 80% cancer tumor cell death. The pancreatic cancer is the fourth leading cause of cancer deaths in America with an overall 4.6 survival rate over a five-year period. So Dr. Arafat went on to say that nigella sativa, known as black cumin, helps to treat a broad array of diseases, including some immune and inflammatory disorders. Previous studies have also shown anti-cancer activity in prostate and colon cancers, as well as antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects. So how to take the black cumin in dosage requirements? It's imperative to purchase organic cold-pressed oil that is free of additives to improve your immune system. Take one teaspoon daily mixed with raw honey or fresh juice one hour just before breakfast. For cancer, Take three teaspoons daily in divided doses combined with a healthy cancer diet and exercise program. Both immune problems and cancer are treated with the addition of fresh garlic. Black cumin should be taken daily as a preventative measure for all diseases. Okay, it also relieves cold systems, cold symptoms, since it's high in vitamin C and it has strong antifungal properties. When consumed regularly, the cumin provides relief from fevers, sore throats, and colds. To fight cold symptoms, boil one teaspoon of ground cumin with water, allow it to simmer gently for a few minutes, let it cool briefly, and then drink the mixture. For a sore throat, add some ginger to the mixture. It, um, when it comes to commu- the immune system healthy, as well as regulating the metabolism and boosting energy levels, iron, iron tops. So cumin is a great source of iron. 
which is particularly needed by teenagers and children and women who are pregnant or nursing or going through menstruation. And it also to, you know, helps to prevent anemia. And it also, like I said, it has anti-carcinogenic properties, so it helps deter cancer. Um, it relieves constipation, and it also improves digestion. Scientists have noticed that the enzymes contained in cumin help break down food, aiding in smooth digestion, and this allows the body to absorb the nutrients it needs more easily due to the antifungal properties of the herb. The digestive tract is cleaned out, and it also helps to maintain youthful-looking skin. Cumin contains amount, ample amounts of both vitamin E and vitamin C, and these vitamins play a crucial role in the formation of healthy skin. And the essential oil in cumin also helps to keep the microbial and fungal affections at bay, you know, like ringworm and things like that. And it also helps insomnia. For people who suffer from insomnia, eating one teaspoon of cumin powder with a mashed banana before bedtime can help them sleep better. You know, so black cumin... You know, the the nature of the most high, we just we I just read how, you know, it's they're using spinach leaves to make hearts. <laughs> okay, so we have to use it for ourselves on a regular basis. You know, so black cumin is excellent for, you know, insomnia and also um all the results are so positive scientifically that one should really look into getting some organic cold pressed black human oil. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and strength.
about karma, reincarnation, self-realization, the divine feminine, the God, the mother. Christ's teachings are more Eastern than the churches would have us believe or like to admit. The two centuries after Christ, we saw the Christian Gnostic teachings of spiritual, of spiritual awareness disseminated alongside the blind faith doctrines of Paul's formation. In the 3rd century, the Roman Church Council of Nicaea acted to stamp out the Gnostics and their anti-dogmatic approach to spirituality. The Gnostics were declared heretical, and their texts destroyed, and the Gnostics themselves persecuted into extinction. 
However, a small amount of Gnostic teaching survived, hidden in caves or in watered-down form in other heretical, quote-unquote, texts, broadly labeled as the Apocrypha. The Christian Gnostics practiced a spirituality more similar to Eastern traditions than the way that the Western Christianity we know today. Gnostic is Greek for knower, and it's gnosis or knowledge that they were seeking. And that gnosis came from Africa, overstand. Unlike the blind faith demanded by today's churches, gnosis meant direct mystical experience of the divine, which was to be found by individuals' spiritual evolution to self-realization, and not within the confines of intellectual dogma. The experience of gnosis was transrational and non-intellectual. From the Nagabadi Library, the Book of Thomas, Christ tells us, for whoever does not know self does not know anything, but whoever knows self has already acquired knowledge about the depth of the universe. Okay, another Gnostic text, the Secret Gospel of Thomas, Christ promises us spiritual fulfillment. I shall give you what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no hand has touched, and what has never arisen in the human mind. Okay, the self transcends space and time, the self of all. Just as Christ warned us against sin and encourages moral perfection in in the pursuit of spiritual fulfillment, we have to reach deep within. Reach deep within. The secret book of John relates Christ's description of the divine feminine as the power of God Almighty. The first power preceded everything and came forth from the Father's mind. The heart chakra. God is love and all created names and forms emanate from the heart chakra as a form of the internal, infinite, and unconditional love of God. He just can't help it to love us. For love is giving and he gives freely and creates this wondrous gift of life for everybody. That's why, that's why we have to tap into our individual creativity and express what the Most High has gifted us. The Holy Spirit is here described as the divine power of God himself. The, this power is a maternal in its character, the universal womb. She, the common parent, the all-powerful, as the first emanation of God. Pure, glorifies purity. We have to get to our pure selves. The kingdom of God is within the heart chakra. The heart is felt and God's presence becomes known without a doubt. When the ego is calmed, when the ego is calmed, our fleeting mind settles, then the heart is felt and God's presence becomes known without a doubt. That's why we have to stop and check in, especially with your heart. He says, seek not the law in your scriptures, for the law is life. Whereas the scriptures is dead, I tell you truly, Moses received not his laws from God as writing, but through the living word, the living word. The law is living word for living God to living prophets for living men. You just can't read and study. You have to study to be approved, but then you have to act and manifest on that approval. Self-realization is a process of genuine inner spiritual transformation. 
Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 17. Okay? The kingdom of God is within you. You have to align the divine. Each organ needs to get in formation. Okay, so I looked up the metaphysical meaning of Hebrew. And so the Hebrews surely represent a man that have come up out of the purely material and passed over into higher concept of God and of his laws, into a closer and clearer relationship with God. These thoughts are, however, still under law, the law of sin and death, for true freedom, spiritual understanding and realization, life and peace come only by the still higher way, which is the Christ method, the way taught and demonstrated by Jesus Christ. And when you see Hebrew, it, it, it uh, mentions Heber. In Heber um, means that which passes further on the other side, a passing over, a going beyond, ultra-mundane, beyond the triestral, not of this world, hidden from sense, a passing over from the purely sensate, physical, earthly thought to a higher concept of religious truth. This is the beginning of a conscious alliance with the mind of spirit, and it will culminate in man and God's becoming companions, associates, friends, and in sense equals. Ye therefore shall be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5:48. No longer do I call you servants, but I've called you friends. John 15:15. 15, 15. The names Heb, Heber, and Eber in the Bible seems to be the same. There is an idea held among the Jewish people that the term Hebrew is derived from Eber in Genesis 10:24, which is believed to be the ancestor of Abraham. And so Eber. The metaphysical meaning, Eber means passed over, come over, overcome on the other side. So you have to get to the other side. A chute, a ladder, overstand Jacob's ladder. Okay? Shem was the son of Noah. He typifies the spiritual in man. Eber, the great-grandson of Shem, reveals the germination, a chute, in man's consciousness of the spiritual phase of his being. Beyond signifies the individual. The individual at the period of his unfoldment that is that is suggested by Eber has not yet come to full growth spiritually. The time when he can bring forth the perfect fruit of the spirit to eternal life and wholeness is still in the future. However, he has passed over, come over on the other side, his old conception of mortality and has entered into a new perception of truth and the possibility of limitless attainment. Eber, who was also a Benjamite, denotes the quickening of the faith quality in man, the quickening and its growth in consciousness. Eber, the priest, typifies still another way in which the spiritual is beginning to show itself and through the individual. And the metaphysical meaning of Hebrewess, a Jewish, a Jewess, a woman belonging to the Hebrew race, Jeremiah 34, 9, the soul or a feminine aspect of thought for which Hebrew stands. The feminine aspect of thought through which Hebrew stands. So we have to stand in our consciousness and align our physicality with our spirituality to deal with this duality, overstand. 
and to make manifest. Sorry. That's the whole purpose of this podcast is to stimulate ones to make manifest God's glory within a frame of reality based thinking. You know, ones and myself overcome all of these institutionalized paradigms and programs and constructs that have limited our thought process and these additives and preservatives that have concealed our supernatural abilities because they're there. They were promised to us. They're part of who we are. We are stars wrapped in skin. So we have to dig within to let the light come out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. My mind's designed to be inclined to detach And write a rhyme to put you on the map Now you know where you at You in the place where the goddess be at The cosmos realign, react Time travel collapse We speak the solid pan to mind the facts Plus who will put you on to that Let the song relax Till you confront it with the more abstract Preserve self like an artifact Put your heart in that Remember back when Uni said Let your light shine From a soul state of mind Want to search to find My higher self had to learn to climb The signs in the words of those old and wise Said each relationship is like a magnifying glass inside Told my beloved please close your eyes I guarantee you see a portrait divine I guarantee you see a portrait If you listen You now are tuned to the Sun and the moon, the universal planetary kaboom. Keep it locked in your soul. Find yourself. Find yourself. Find yourself. You now are tuned to the sun and the moon, the universal planetary kaboom. Keep it locked in your soul. Find yourself. Find yourself. Find yourself. They say beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I say beauty's in the lives of those that behold controller. Videos, episodes, covers of older. Plastic surgeons trying to meet that monthly quota. Culture designed to make us feel less than. So we spin to look like the poster. The latest guest on Oprah. A photoshopped image of posers. And even they trying to keep up with the Jonesy. To see yourself out of focus. Know this. Your beauty defies measure in divine essence. Your presence, the most high's expression. Each thought manifests your outer world in a reflection, a blessing, the answer and the question, stepping on your path, hold fast against outside perceptions, when thoughts look within for directions, uh, close your eyes for a second, your mind for acceptance, you now are tuned to the sun and the moon, the universal planetary kaboom, keep it locked in your soul, find yourself, find yourself, find yourself, you now are tuned to the sun and the moon, the universal planetary kaboom, keep it locked in your soul, find yourself, find yourself,
Naru, find yourself. Zaki Ibrahim, do the thing right. Abijah Lioness, every day is a blessing. Bodhi Sativa, what am I? Georgia Ann Muldrow, keep it real. Natalie Rise, one people. Jametta Rose, America. Dominique Christina, karma. Georgia Ann Muldrow, break you down. Black Amolo, more positivity. No name. Featuring Erin Kane and Akina, reality check. Oshun, gods. Jametta Rose, Emerald City. Mata Nile, give a little. Earthology, the Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bajaka. Joyful Exaltations, Sarak, The Girl Who Could Fly, and John Nine, In a Voice. Ja willing, I'll be here next week with a new podcast, with a new musing to overlook and overstand and dig deep down into. Love, peace, and blessings.